Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Here is an amazing truth. Almighty God has graciously chosen to reveal Himself and His wonderful plan of redemption to us, and He has done it over a period of thousands of years progressively. I love Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. It says this, God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers in the prophets, in many portions and in many ways, in these last days has spoken to us in his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the world. So, God has spoken in many portions, in many ways, through the prophets. And um, the Bible tells us in Psalm 19 that we know God through creation. Now, I'm summarizing this. It's a beautiful, beautiful chapter. I would encourage you to go read it, Psalm 19, that God has been made known through creation. But then the second half of Psalm 19 talks about the Word of God and how God has revealed Himself through the Word. Well, in early days, in uh, Old Testament uh, people, God chose to to specifically and personally reveal himself to these individuals. And uh, we're calling that divine encounters, and I'm uh, choosing some of them to uh, just show you how God uh, spoke directly and specifically and purposefully to those people and personally as well. Um, and and uh, in doing so, he was... He was not just doing it randomly. God is sovereign. God has a sovereign plan in place. And uh, he was uh, doing it as he was unfolding, again progressively, his plan of redemption for us. Um, We started by studying Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve were the first two humans to live on this earth, created directly by Almighty God. Adam made out of the dust of the earth, Eve made from a rib from from Adam's side. And Adam and Eve created uh, perfect, created uh, sinless, and created to have a, a forever relationship with God, given the opportunity to obey God, or to disobey God. And you know the rest of the story. They disobeyed God and brought death on themselves. Spiritual death, separation from God, and ultimately physical death and and all the consequences of sin that that were brought on the human race. But in those moments when God was pronouncing those consequences, that judgment on them in the middle of it, he gave the uh, first record of evangelism, the proto-evangelum, it's called in in, uh, Genesis chapter 3, verses 15, 16, he, he said that uh, the seed of the woman would crush the head of the serpent. And obviously that's talking about Jesus Christ dying on the cross for us, his son, uh, a God Almighty, Jesus. 
came to die for us. And so even in the midst of that dark moment, God graciously gave hope. And all of Scripture is pointing toward that. And all of Scripture is laying out God's dealings with humankind through the next several thousand years as it was going, moving toward the cross of Jesus Christ. And and along the way, God intervened and spoke directly to several people. Now, we're not covering Noah, but uh, after Adam and Eve, along came Noah. And by that time of Noah's day, uh, the world was was terrible. The the people sinned and was awful. And God was uh, going to destroy the world by flood. But there was that righteous man, Noah and his family and and you know the story of Noah being told to build an ark and he preached for that 120 years and nobody uh, came in other than his family but God used Noah and, and out of out of uh, uh, the flood after after uh, the world had been destroyed the, the people in the world had died um, came Noah and his three sons one of those sons Shem was the uh, forefather of of Abraham. Abraham was uh, nine removed from from Shem, and uh, we talked about Abraham on the last podcast and how God uh, promised him to make a great nation of him, and and in his descendants all the the uh, nations of the earth would be blessed. And of course, again, that's pointing toward Jesus Christ. Well, um, we come now to Jacob, and today we're going to look at Jacob. Jacob was the son of Isaac, the grandson of Abraham. So Abraham had uh, Abraham and Sarah had Isaac, and he was the son of promise. Uh, Sarah couldn't have children; she was barren. But God opened her womb in her old age and uh, gave him the son Isaac. And then Isaac married Rebekah. And uh, Isaac and Rebekah uh, w- uh, bore Jacob and and his twin brother Esau. Esau, the, the twin brother, was the firstborn. And uh, in Genesis chapter 25, verses 19 through 26, and I'm going to read that passage, uh, we, get, we get the story. Genesis chapter 19, 25, verses 19 to 26. Now these are the records of the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham became the father of Isaac, and Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel, uh, Aramean of Padam Aram, the sister of Laban, the Aramean, to be his wife. Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was barren. And the Lord answered him, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. Not only was uh, Sarah, uh, Isaac's mother, barren, but now Isaac's wife is barren, but God opens the womb because, you see, God is working his plan of redemption. And uh, the Bible says in verse 22, but the children struggled together within her and she says if it is so why am i this way so she went to inquire of the lord and the lord said to her so here you have another divine encounter and you have god speaking directly to rebecca jacob's mother and here's what god said god said two nations are in your womb and the two peoples will be separated from your body and one uh, one people shall be stronger than the other the older shall serve the younger When her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twin sons in her womb. Now the first came forth red all over like a hairy garment, and they named him Esau. 
Afterward, his brother came forth with his hand holding on to Esau's heel. So his name was called Jacob, and and uh, Isaac was 60 years old when she gave birth to them. So Jacob means one who takes by the heel, grabs the heel, or one who supplants, or it also means deceiver. And Jacob really fulfilled all of those because Jacob was, as you know the story, Jacob was uh, a deceiver, and and Jacob uh, did supplant Esau in the birthright. Esau sold his birthright. Um, that That is recorded here in chapter 25 of Genesis, verses 27 and follow, following. When the boys grew up, Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the field, but Jacob was a peaceful man living in tents. Now Isaac loved Esau because he had a taste for game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. When Jacob had cooked stew, Isaac, Esau came in from the field, and he was famished. And Esau said to Jacob, Please let me have a swallow of that red stuff there, for I am famished. Therefore his name was called Edom. And by the way, his descendants became the Edomites, and the Edomites and the Israelites were uh, the descendants. They, they were enemies and at war with each other at times. But Jacob said, First, sell me your birthright. Esau said, Behold, I'm about to die, so of what use then is the birthright to me? And Jacob said, First, swear to me. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and Lenten stew, and he ate and drank and rose and went on his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. And the rest of the story is when Isaac was dying and blind and about ready to give the blessing. And in those days, that's what they did, and give the blessing to the firstborn. Uh, Jacob uh, um, uh, dressed up and 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 uh, made himself to be like like Esau and went in and deceived his father, received the birthright. Esau comes in later and uh, looks for the birthright, and his father said, "I thought that was you." And and so Esau was very angry, very very angry. Well, with that in mind, uh, we come to to Jacob's encounter with the Lord, and this encounter was when he was about to meet Esau, and before he did that night, he sent his family across the river, and he stayed on the other side for the night. And the Bible says in uh, Genesis chapter twenty uh, thirty-two verse twenty-four, then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When he saw that he had not prevailed against him, he touched the socket of his thigh, so the socket of Jacob's thigh was dislocated while he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the dawn is breaking. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? He said, Jacob. He said, Your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. Is that amazing? Then Jacob asked him and said, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? So he blessed him there. So Jacob named the place Peniel, for he said, I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been preserved. And so the person that Jacob was wrestling with all night long there was none other than God Almighty in the person of Jesus Christ. Can you imagine that? All night long, Jacob wrestled with the Lord Jesus Christ and prevailed. And Jesus touched him and touched his uh, uh, hip to come out of socket and he walked with a limp uh, from, from, from that day forward. And, uh, and the blessing that was given, his name was changed from Jacob the deceiver 
to Israel, the one who struggled with God and prevailed. You see, again, this is all a part of God's plan. Uh, God, there, the nation of Israel was born. Jacob was renamed Israel. And and Jacob had 12 sons. Those Out of that came the 12 tribes of Israel. And uh, out of the one tribe, Judah, uh, came Mary and Joseph. And Joseph, of course, the stepfather, Mary, the, 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 the mother of Jesus, uh, the one whom the Holy Spirit supernaturally planted the seed into her so that she would be a virgin giving birth to the Son of God, to Jesus Christ. That is how Jesus came from heaven to earth to become a human. And so we see there how God was again uh, keeping his covenant that he made with with Abraham, that he renewed with Isaac, that he repeated with Jacob. I didn't have time to read that passage, but he repeated it with Jacob. And then Jacob wrestled with with the Lord, and, and the Lord changed his name. And what a divine encounter that was. Now, today we don't have the same kinds of divine encounters. We have the Word of God. And I'll be talking about that in a future podcast before we wrap up this series. But I want you to see that in these divine encounters... First, God spoke with humans, with fallen men, and God used fallen humans, and and he's still using fallen humans, and God completed his plan. It's a beautiful thing. Well, we'll talk about another divine encounter on the next podcast. I hope you'll plan to listen in. Until then, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.